Hello and welcome to Dvorak Horowitz Unplugged, an hour-long discussion of activity in the financial markets around the world featuring columnist John C. Dvorak and money manager Andrew Horowitz. This conversation is casual and unrehearsed. Let's join John and Andrew now. I'm John C. Dvorak. And I'm Andrew Horowitz. And here we are. It's the 28th of November, the fourth show of the month and the last show of the month as we move into December and end a a pretty good month for the stock market in November. A really good month in November. I mean, like 8% for the S&P 500. Yeah, it's pretty hot. Yeah. It's a good year. It's a good year. Right there in one month. More importantly, John, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Everything came out like it was supposed to? Well, I luckily I got out of doing except for uh, some yeah, my yam dish and and uh, some boiled beans. I got out of cooking anything. Oh, that's good. Uh, Jay did the turkey and did a dynamite job, and and did the dressing and did a dynamite job, and then uh, my son and uh, his wife did the mashed potatoes, which I find you know I I don't I I, I can do them, but I tedious. It's it's not that yeah it could I'd rather do other things but I didn't have to do anything basically. Mm-hmm. But so to there sit you that, go. Just sit there and gorge yourself. Well, I, I don't do that either. But I don't. Ha- I can watch some football. I don't have to do all this cooking. You don't have to worry about it. It's fine. Good. I think that uh, my stuffing or dressing that you want to call it. Why do people call it dressing? It's stuffing. You know, <laughs> I mean, right? Same thing. It's it, it's it's interchangeable. Yeah, it's the same thing. I, I made a uh, green chili and uh, sausage cornbread stuffing. Well, she made a, a sausage cornbread stuffing too without the chilies. Mm. Was it hot? No, you just use it like a small can of uh, of the green chilies that are, uh, what, what are they called? Uh, There's a particular brand, a hatch, hatch chilies. They're, they're, they have a little twang to them, but they're not really hot. They just add a little bit of almost a brine, you know, a little saltiness, a little bit of extra zap to the, to the, to the bread. It's a, it's a chili though. It's not like a, a green bell pepper. pepper. No, it's a, it's a chili. It's a, it's a very mild, relatively mild chili. Huh. And uh, made a couple of breads, made some cookies, homemade, all homemade, uh, made a, uh, a. You did all this yourself? I did. My, well, Sharon helped me. Sharon was there for the help this year. She doesn't usually come over and help. She helped this year. Yeah, I, I, I've concluded that it's better if I don't do any cooking. I like, I, I'm a good cook. I like to cook. But if a big thing like this, you know, it's eh. 23 people I had to serve. Oh, yeah, that's too many. You, too many. you actually should have just gone to a caterer at that Which, point. Yeah, you yeah. go to 14, <laughs> caterer, call the caterer, have the caterer do exactly. it, tell them what to do. Exactly. Yeah, that's what you should have done. Did start with a nice, uh, a nice smoked uh, old fashioned to begin the evening for everybody. <laughs> that was fun. That, that's a classic. You have the most pretentious <laughs> stuff you eat and drink. It's over the top. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I accept that. <laughs> uh, we're going to be announcing the winner tonight of the Crocs uh, Close to the Pin entries we're going to be announcing for the CTP Cup for 2023. It is time, it is December. So therefore, we're in a week or so, we're going to actually let this go. I think we have six different entrants because we had some doubles this year. So Yeah, some guys doubled up. That's amazing. Yeah. By the way, so you got your Crocs. I was watching the Today Show, and they, they have this segment called Pop Start. 
which is nothing more than uh, native advertising for various products. Crocs in big, because you know why? Why? It's the thing for Christmas. Everybody's going to buy Crocs because they're so pretty. And so uh, everyone wants Crocs. I just was rolling my eyes over this segment. And they had some some, some interesting-looking uh, Croc shoes. They look like the classic Crocs, only they're all colorful. So, you know, can you imagine a leather topsider? Like a brown leather topsider, right? Doc shoe? Yeah. Okay, I have that on right now, but it's a yeah. Crocs. It's made of the Crocs material. I've had it, honestly... Plastic? 12 years, you would never know it's not leather, first of all. Okay? And these things, knock wood, they don't make them anymore, are indestructible. I should send you a picture. Well, that's why they don't make them anymore. What is that going to do them? Yeah, well, there you go. And I have some sneakers from Crocs, too. They're unbelievable. Seriously. You're just a Crocs nut. I I used to. The the regular Crocs I don't like. The regular, whatever those are, the sleds. I don't know what they are, but they're homely. Yeah, they are, yeah. We have more strikes on the horizon. Black Friday numbers are in. And surprise, there's no surprise at all. Uh, we have a temporary ceasefire that has extended a few days in the Israel, the conflict war with Palestine, Hamas, whoever it is, whatever you want to call it. And we have some uh, some limericks tonight. Yeah, I see that. Yep. Uh, it was a short week last week. Great month. Best month uh, in 2023 for most indices. Going back to... I think Dow's best month since October of 2022, which started the rally, if you remember, at the end of the year, that kind of move up, and then it came back, and then it just jammed from there. It was a couple of months of goodness there, and then uh, 2023 started off with a bang. Uh, AI's got his groove back. Microsoft saved the day. I don't think we talked about – we talked about the Sanjay Nadella, what he did. That Was that last weekend? Was it the weekend before? Can't even keep track of this anymore. Where – he was out, and Nadella was going to set up his offices. We talked about that. Yeah. But he's the big savior of everything right now. Oh, um, he's the best. And the VIX hits the lowest level since the pandemic. Yeah. Pretty That's interesting. interesting. The uh, KRI indicated plus four and holding with several clusters, meaning overbought. So you combine that with a low VIX, a, a complacency. Uh, the only thing that is, I would say piercing that issue of not me saying go short is that we're in the end of the year and the Santa Claus rally. Ho, 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 ho. Nobody goes short. Is is pretty good. You wouldn't go short now. No, you don't go short at the end of the year. It's not a good idea. Although I I have a short for the game today. I do. No, good luck. Thank you. Uh, Yields are holding down. Housing numbers uh, are really poor. The economy is slowly slowing. That is what we're seeing. That's why the Dollars dropping, yields on the ten year down to like four point three, like five point what, a little over five point uh, two three weeks ago, seventy basis points, seventy basis points. This is actually ungodly. Seventy basis points on the ten year is unbelievable. In that period of time, yeah, I'd say, and that's why my pick for the game, the TLT long, the long bond uh, ETF which has an inverse relationship to price to yields. Yields down, price up. That's up 5%. Hmm. Let me take a peek. I don't know if it's 5%. 5.18%. No, that's not the right one. Where is it? TLT. Oh, here it is. I take that back. 6.66%. Oh, jeez. Sign of the devil right there. You know, there's something wrong with that. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, oil, OPEC, just absolutely plunged last week. Uh, I think it was Wednesday. 
was it Wednesday or Friday? I think it was Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Um, OPEC Plus decided to postpone an important meeting on production, whether they're going to hold it, they're going to cut it, they're going to add to it, whatever it is. They postponed it, which was a very important meeting because a couple of the African nations inside of OPEC Plus were having some kind of controversy. Oil plunges like 5% immediately. Kick back a bit, but still hanging out pretty low. Now, you got to hope. Yeah. You got to hope to God 26. that this Biden administration, the no-brain dummy admin that they are, are buying oil for the strategic reserves. Yeah, you'd hope. Although it could go lower. Could go lower, but I'm having a feeling they did a lot of buying when it was a lot higher. I'm just having a feeling. Well, that's what they do. You buy high and you then you dump it when you don't have to. Yep. And yeah. uh, we did see the Fed parade start again. There was a blackout period till the rate cuts. Um, and then they, you know, quiet. Then all of a sudden they unleash them. And once again today, Fed, uh, Fed Speaker Waller was out today. He's a voting member. And he uh, said a few things that everybody got all excited about. Again, bad is good. Bad is good. Just remember that. You know, the hope is that we're going to cut rates the first half of this year. Because it takes six months to 12 months for rates to transmit into the economy. Yep. So we should increase rates and then decrease them right away. Just to <laughs> level off something, I guess. Yeah, right. Stupid. Uh, this just in, just tonight, I wonder, and I'm wondering if you think this is a slap in the face or what this means. But after all that's gone on with uh, Sam Altman and OpenAI and the petitions, they were leaving, staying, opening an office over here, building an office out with their Apple computers, you know, coming over to Apple, I'm um, coming over to Microsoft, then same going back to OpenAI. Well, OpenAI is not anticipated to offer Microsoft a board seat on its new board. That was according to the information this evening. It said, um, quote, it's a sign that the board will prioritize safety practices ahead of investor returns. So two things. One, they're not offering them a seat. And the rationale and reasoning is because if we do give Microsoft a seat, big bad Microsoft may make a financial uh, weapon, right? You know, for financial purposes, maybe for the good for them of it, rather than a altruistic, you know, uh, uh, benefit to the world. Whatever all that means. Did you not understand what I said or you don't understand what's going on? Well, I understand. I, yeah, I understand what you said, but it doesn't mean it. The whole thing sounds bogus it doesn't have any you know it makes no sense yeah none of none of the none of the parties that have put money into the deal are going to be able to are, are being offered a seat on the board yeah that's very unusual mm. another just in on a sad note a very sad note i mean i'm sure you've heard this yeah, if microsoft takes a seat on the board doesn't mean they're going to do anything yeah well you know nefarious well i think in fact, gonna... i think the, the news that you didn't cover and you're not because you probably don't know about it, is the uh, medium column by by uh, uh, Sam's sister oh. accusing him of incest when oh. he was a kid. He with the sister. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. 
It's, no, it, it's it's just and it's just the beginning of her ire. Oh, very bad. Well, somehow the open AI, <clears throat> he'll stick that on her and wipe her off. Uh, her, her whole her whole digital footprint is gone. She yeah, no longer good exists. Luck. I don't think you can. That's that's not doable when everyone picks up on stuff and passes it around. Mm. That's terrible. Once you know, once you brand it with that, it's 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 it, you can't make that. You can't un, unsee that. No, no. He, once this gets if it gets more exposure, which it may or may not, uh, it's not going to be useful. Yeah, Sam's in bed with his sister, and you know he says, "Do you mind if I put my finger in your belly button?" And she says, <laughs> "Sure." Well, she says, "Sure." You have to read the column. I'll send you a copy. And she says, that's not my belly button. He says, that's not my finger. <laughs> what are you doing material here? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, on a sad note, Charlie Munger has passed away at the age of 99. The long term. That's interesting. I always thought he was over 100. I think he's not. Everything I saw was 99. Okay. He's probably 99 then. Uh, could make it to Making it to 100 is rough. That's rough. That is tough. And then when you get there, you go to about 106, grousing the whole time. <laughs> For people who don't know, this is the longtime business partner, confidant, and and foil of Berkshire Hathaway's main yeah. man, Warren Buffett. Some people think he was the real genius behind the whole operation. Did you know that he worked for Warren Buffett's grandfather in, in, uh, way back when for 20 cents an hour? <laughs> wow. Yep. Well, he's old. Yeah. And then uh, he actually uh, attended... Uh, Harvard Law School, got a law degree, made a fortune before even joining Berkshire Hathaway and Warren Buffett. Mm. So they, 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 his nickname was the Abominable No Man because he was the guy that was the voice of reason. Yeah, by saying no a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Abominable No Man. Uh, we have a word watch. You know, I like to look for these things, right? So uh, I'm starting to see... Uh, this particular word seep into all sorts of areas. Okay. And, and it's, 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 I've noticed it in, uh, in, in the media involved investments involved, not only investments and things like that, but also in, in the regular, the real world, right? IRL. Uh, the word is elevated. We're going to have an elevated evening an elevated mm-hmm. Uh, for example, Schwab has an ad. It's an elevated experience tailor-made for the trader mind, trader minds, an elevated experience, an elevated dinner, an elevated evening. It, it, it's Let's keep an eye out for it. We yeah. do that on no agenda show. We have a couple of words. Yeah. There's a couple of words I've been following recently. And one we, Adam and I both talk about is uptick, which is a mm. stock market term that's being used in general discussion. An uptick and another one, uptick of this and uptick of that. Uptick in sales. And the other one is a word I've seen used excessively by the left, by writers on the left, which is the word vile. Everything to them is vile. I think it's vile. So, so uh, in, in describing the vile right, the vile fighting. It's a lot of vile this, a vile hmm. that. Interesting. Well, the Santa Rally is a possibility, especially if we see it, in my opinion, we need to see that there's a lot of overheating going on and can a market stay overheated? I hate when people do that, ask questions themselves and answer themselves. I'm going to do it anyway. Can a market stay overheated? I say, yes, you know, uh, of course it can stay overheated for a long time. You know, they say that 
uh, market can stay irrational longer than you can stay solvent. That's a, that's a known phrase in the world of investing. And so the Santa Claus rally is definitely a possibility. We're right, we're right in the, in the throes of it, right? Right after Thanksgiving, yep. right into the beginning of December, and then it starts picking up steam a little bit. So is it, is it possible? Well, I think, first of all, it would be really helpful if we could have some kind of something flush us down a little bit. Just get rid of some of the excess froth. Start seeing things like GameStop up 20% or so again today. And a variety of these vile small stocks. <laughs> They're vile. <laughs> you know, getting getting elevated um, and, and and seeing a big uptick. You know, this is what's going on right now. So so I think that if we if we see a flush down of some of this, a little bit of a defrothing, that would be good, number one. Number two. I also believe that so much bad news right now is baked into the markets. And I'm not going to mention them all because it would just be saying the same thing over and over again. You know what I'm talking about. All of these things that are going on around the world or with valuations, with the Fed, whatever, all these things are blockers, are preventers of people getting in. There are reasons and rationales why, ah, I'm like, how can I put money to work with this going on? And, you know, God forbid Trump becomes elected or God forbid Biden gets reelected. No, no matter what the circumstances, it's not good. No. So nothing's good. So all of that is baked in. And the other thing is the U.S. dollar has been really getting sold. It was, it was really hot for a while. But now that Japan's... Uh, CPI, their inflation is ticking up. It's causing a problem, causing the yen to come up. The yen coming up and what's happening to a degree in Europe, although it's not as pronounced, uh, and some of the softness in the U.S., it's starting to all of a sudden turn things the other way and the dollar is coming down. So the dollar coming down is very good for multinationals. It's very good for uh, commodity-related stocks, things of that nature. So, Well, the dollar is ten in euros, which I, I always consider that low. Yeah, but look, dollar's weak, you mean? A dollar strong, which one are you saying? That, that means the dollar's strong. Okay, dollar's strong. But look at where it's been. Look at the chart. If you look at a chart, it's... it's. Well, I will look, go look at the chart. USD charts. Let's see what we got here. So it's 0.91 euros. Let's look at five years. Yeah, look, it's starting to... Is this the US dollar against... It's like a roller coaster. But it's starting to roll. I mean, back, it was at peak at uh, October 7, 2022. It was a buck oh four back in, uh, when is this? It was actually a It went to par back then, didn't it? Yeah. $1 bought, yeah, $1 bought one. So now it's $1 bought buys. Is it doesn't it's not that bad the way I see it. No, but 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 it is starting to weaken. Is my point? Uh, maybe it is going in the wrong direction from this chart. Yeah, look at look at the um, one year on the yen. If you can, the yen is starting to roll over. You I mean you look at the last few months, like the one the, the one month it's gone from one fifty. Well, let's see what this is one forty nine. To 147. I mean, it, that doesn't seem like a lot, but it, it peaked out last month at 152 and change. 150, right? 152. Now it's at 146, meaning the dollar is weakening. 
Yeah. So it, it, it's helping. That's why gold is at a, I think, six-month high or yeah, something. Yeah, gold is, is ridiculously high right now. Yep. All right, what else do we have? Oh, the VIX. The VIX. This is the uh, the volatility bet. This is the uh, the way to look at what traders are thinking that in the next 30 days is volatility in the markets. The lower it is, people are complacent. They're saying, you know what? There's not going to be volatility. We don't, we don't need any hedges. The more you buy hedges on the market for the 30-day period, the more uh, the, the, the VIX goes up. So when you have major market events, the VIX is going to start moving higher because people are utilizing it and want supply demand. And, and what happens is they're buying this and they're betting that's going to be more volatility and they're concerned. So they, they brace themselves with this. Now it's very low. Now you would say to yourself, well, why don't people buy it when it's low? <laughs> they, they just don't. Yeah, isn't that the idea? Yeah. Buy low, sell high. Yeah, but this is a little bit of a different animal. So the VIX uh, implied volatility, S&P 500, went to its lowest close since just before the COVID-19 shock unfolded in 2020. Hmm. So it's a good price. Yeah. So it, it went to- How does people trade the VIX? You can buy VIX options, options on the VIX. You can buy, which is a, the next thing I'm going to say is a very bad idea. But you can buy ETFs that hold the VIX. I would not hold it more than a day. Yeah. I, I've the, seen these things ETFs, get- They just start, they fade. They just like, they deteriorate. I was involved with one that just blew up. I remember, remember there was a few years ago where the VIX just, just went berserk, like in one second. And what happened was the VIX, it, did it go up? I think it went up or it went down one day. It's up, I don't remember if it went up or down, but whatever happened, it was so much that it, it crashed the fund. And I'm like, huh. <laughs> I'm like, look at that. I had like a little bit of it. I'm like, huh, look at that. After the market closed, that came down like 40%. Isn't that interesting? It's got to be a bad tick. I'm buying some. <laughs> I bought some. I'm like, wait a second. How is it still going down? I don't understand. So I got out of it pretty quickly. That thing was just, that, that thing just blew up. I mean, when I say blew up, blew up. It was all over. That, it closed the fund. That was a Credit Suisse fund, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, um, it's interesting that we have some overheated conditions in the market. The VIX is low. The S&P 500, the NASDAQ, um, all at very high levels, very, very high levels of what's called RSI. The relative strength index, the Spearman's at a 97, and the McClellan's at 137. McClellan has something called a complex uh, pattern over the zero line, which is good. That's actually a good thing for markets. That's a, a bullish sign. But if you look at all these, you can say, well, on one hand, if you're bullish, well, okay. You know, everything's just rallying, and that's a good thing. If you're bearish, you say, oh, my God, look what's going on here. Everything is just, you know, so overdone. I don't know, from looking at this, trying to be objective, is that we've seen this story a hundred times. You can't stay on the fence on one side or the other. And it seems to me that the volatility, again, aside from its December, uh, would lean towards getting a little safer until we get a flush out, then go back in, you know, if, if you're market timing. And today, uh, Fed Governor Christopher Waller, he said, if inflation continues to fall for several more months, the policy rate if could the be The rise lower. in inflation is what he should say. Well, it has been coming down official. Official numbers are showing down. I mean, 
housing starts are slowing down dramatically. That's going to lead to cost cuts. It's got to lead to cost cuts on houses for those that are selling. And then you have gasoline here. You know what gas was when I bought it yesterday? You're going to hate this. I mean, I'm going to hate it, especially if you if the number starts with a three. Two eighty seven. Wow, that wasn't for premium, was it? Nah, put whatever the crap is in the car. It was like three bucks uh, for premium. Three. It was three. You're not using premium in the in your car. You got you got a Beamer with a fancy engine. I used to have a fancy engine. Well, it's five thirty nine here for premium. Yeah. You really think there's that big of a difference between the premium and in, for the car? I worked at a refinery. I know there's a huge difference. I mean, for the boat, we use something called Rec 90, which is no um, recreational 90. That's a that's a special blend. Yeah, it's low low. What you call it? Low corn stuff. Low uh, what the hell? Are those? Low uh, uh, alcohol. Mm. Alcohol. That's what the corn stuff makes. Yeah. yeah. So. That's Rec 90. Have that because that really. I don't know why would what it would seem to me that you want a high alcohol blend for for anything. Ethanol. Ethanol. That's what it is. Ethanol. Yeah, it's alcohol. Um, For some reason, it messes up the motors on the boat. Well, they should change some design because it's something. It seems to me when you're in a marine environment, there's going to be a lot of because of the just the moisture. You're in moisture. Mm -hmm. That there's going to be a lot of that that's going to get into the fuel tanks. And it's going to accumulate there. And one of the things the method, the methanol ethanol does is suck that out of there. Do you think it has to do with the salt content maybe in the water? The mixture with ethanol? Something's not right. I don't know. I never looked. I, I don't know anything about Rec 90. I just know I know about it. But I don't know anything about it. I know it's more expensive. I can tell you that. But I get, yeah, it deliver- I get delivered by truck. Be. I have a truck pull up to my house. <laughs> Here comes the truck. Yeah. Like, hey, is uh, Andrew here? Yeah, exactly. Well, they don't. I don't even have to be there. What's nice about the truck is you don't pay the the taxes. And you don't have to pay a tip. No, you don't pay the tax. I have to fill up. No, a you no. Yeah, right. You don't have to pay taxes on marine fuel. You shouldn't. No, you do if you pull up to a marina. Oh, really? Yeah, if you pull well, up to a marina. That's an interesting bypass. Yeah. So if if the truck comes, you don't pay. There's some kind of road tax, but you don't have to pay like some other kind of weird tax, like the regular tax. So I save, it, so my Rec 90 is probably, let, I'll just give you an example. So if, 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 if the gas at the gas station is, let's call it three bucks a gallon, Rec 90 would be maybe 375 uh, from the truck and probably 450 at the marina. Hmm. So the only thing is you have to have a minimum of 100 gallons. So that's that's not a problem for me, though. Yeah. We got 400 gallons. Real pleasure. So back to your original question, yes, if you if your car requires a certain octane. Now, modern cars, I have to say, because of the, the, the knock computer that's built into the computer in the car, uh, which determines the knock and the on the engine, it will it will d- retard uh, the spark and some, whatever else needs to be done to the, uh, to the timing of the vehicle. So it can take the lousy fuel, mm. but it's harming the engine. It's not really a good idea. Right. Well, so get premium out there. People don't put up with the nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Fed Governor Christopher Waller was out today in a Q&A, and he says if inflation continues to fall, which we talked about, which we said uh, we left off at the increase, but fall for several more months, the policy rate, which is the Fed's rate, could be lowered. If there is consistent decline in inflation, no reason for rates to remain relatively really high. Everybody got excited. Markets turned around. We have a Black Friday update. We can cut and paste this year and year and after year. We don't have to really do any research on this. It's always the same. You know, Black Friday numbers beat the numbers and sales were up, blah, 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 blah. Supposedly U.S. Yeah, online it's the revenue. Same every year. Every year. We could play we used to play an old clip from a show five years ago. Same thing. Same thing. Uh, you know, they expected it to be up. It was up. Then it oh, wasn't up as much as we thought after we did everything. You know what? We were a bit even. Well, U.S. online revenue is up 7.5% from last year, according to Adobe Analytics. This is nominal, by the way. This is not adjusted for inflation. So part of that is just the inflation numbers. Yeah, I think most of it. Yep. Black Friday shoppers spent a record $9.8 billion online in the U.S. Adobe Analytics report, offering a positive sign for retailers facing lackluster sales forecast. For the holiday season. Once again, I always wonder, how does Adobe have links to every single possible online sale? Not everything goes through Adobe. I don't even know what Adobe's up to with this with this part of their business. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not like everybody reports yeah, to I Adobe. agree. I, it's just they're, they, I don't know. It's like a front for the CIA. <laughs> it's the only thing I can think of. Uh, demand for electronics, smartwatches, TVs, and audio equipment helped boost the day's online sales by 7.8% compared to last year. Consumer extended their budgets by leaning in on buy now, pay later. The old BNPL is back. 72% mm. increase in BNPL from uh, the week before Thanksgiving. So that's just not saying a lot, by the way. Nobody's buying anything for gifts and stuff the week before Thanksgiving. Now they're buying it, so it's like they're using it. So we get this seventy-two percent increase. That's the, that's the news that we get. This is the bogus information that we get that was supposed to be like, oh, that's interesting. But anyway, stop for a second. Really seriously, is that really interesting? Not really. Uh, a firm stock, AFRM, the leader in BNPL, uh, was up. I think twenty percent. On Monday, and today's Tuesday, it was up another 10% today, I believe, on this news. You're all excited. doesn't matter what... How is buy now, pay later operations any different than using a credit card? The the difference is it's it's uh, not much different. But it's... It, it's You don't have a credit card. You can just kind of do a mini application online. So someone who offers this, you go to a website... You say, do you want to do buy now, pay later, pay in installments over a period of time, and here's your installments. And the concept is the same, right? You're going to pay interest on what you're buying and pay it off over a period of time. Just depends on what that period of time is. But they usually have much lower credit standards, much lower, uh, you know, you could buy like, you know, you buy, oh, would you like to buy this lovely lamp for $29 on a buy now, pay later? If you can't pay twenty nine dollars for something seriously, you yeah, got paid off over a year. What kind? Of, <laughs> You're in trouble. I mean, you know, you got to get stuff. You got to rethink everything. Right. One day, everything gets let repossessed. alone buying the lamp. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, U.S. Black Friday sales overall rose two point five percent in totality. 
Again, that was nominal, not adjusted for inflation. That was according yeah, to MasterCard. So probably went down. Yeah, that was according to MasterCard. And many, they said, were looking for bargains. There were some interesting things going on that they tracked how people played a game of chicken, waiting for some of the deals to expire. And just close to the last minute, prices would be reduced. And that's when they gobbled the stuff up. So your, your e-commerce was the one that really pushed stuff up and uh, the, uh, the, the in-store was really not so great. Mm. Now, moving along to other happy thoughts, bank closures. You sent me a piece on this, this idea that big banks like PNC Bank, J.P. Morgan Chase are- yeah, closing branches. Closing branches. Now, where's your problem with this? Because there's- about 64 branches that are closing like in this month. But if we look over the year, there was what? There was uh, 3,000 branches closed last year. How many branches do they need if they can close them so cavalierly? Do they need the branches anyway? I don't know that they do. I mean, let's see. Last year they closed. Like the bank I do business with around here, which is a very small local bank called Mechanics. They have one, two, three, maybe four branches. Hmm. I would say that's within spitting distance of each other. There are two that are on the same street. One is like eight blocks up. How many? How many branches they have in total? I don't know. They got a lot. I mean, I I think this this whole branch closure. If if they don't have enough foot traffic in there and need for people to come in and do what they got to do. You have ATMs hanging around, do that instead, and then have force people into, you know, a handheld slash app slash online. I don't I don't see the need. Every time, as a matter of fact, I see a branch opening somewhere, I'm like, why? I don't get it. The, the only benefit there's of the branch banks buying banks. I mean, there's one bank that we have in the area that was uh it was a California bank, then it was a Yakumoto bank, and then it was something else, and then it was something else. They kept the same building, became, I think it's on its fifth iteration of bank. That's like when a restaurant opens where a restaurant closed. You know, maybe there's something wrong with that location. Yeah, it's, it's a location issue. But, but it's. We call them jinxed. Yeah, with the banks, though, the only reason I would see for a bank to have a footprint is maybe if they have a secondary operation, floor brokers, lobby brokers, selling something, Merrill Lynch in the back of a Bank of America, you know, something like that. And then, you know, they have people that could sell stuff. Otherwise, there's people just coming in asking stupid questions. Uh, can, I, can I get cash? Yeah, go to the ATM. Uh, can I deposit money? Yeah, go to the ATM. You know? Now, you need a certified check. You need a bank check. Okay. I'll go with that. I need a bank ship. check. Yeah. How about you just sell the money? I mean, there's there's no reason. In fact, a, if, well, I I use the bank quite a bit in Florida. In Florida, certified checks don't even count. I mean, they don't count. They can be canceled. Oh yeah, I think anywhere you can cancel certified checks. Yeah, but it used to be you brought a certified check somewhere it was good as gold. I think those days are over. Like the old days of the travel checks. Remember those? Ah, uh, traveler's checks. The first time I went to Europe when I was a kid, <laughs> I had travel. I, I had a whole pocket full of traveler's checks. 
You had to sign yeah. it over and stuff. Remember that? Yeah, sign it over. It was good. They were cool looking, though. I'd say many of the traveler's checks, uh, American Express traveler's checks, I think is what I used. I think they were Bank of America ones, too. But there was a bunch of them. They were pretty. They were well yeah. printed. They were dynamite looking. Yep. They looked like nice certificates. Yeah, they were 20 bucks a piece or yeah. whatever they were. Uh, looking out to 2024, I'm having this feeling. I'm having a little bit of a an idea that's generating here that feels like 2024, as much as AI, AI and tech dominated 2023, what's going to be the theme? What's going to be the narrative? What's going to be the excitement for 2024? I'm thinking healthcare. 2023 was not a good year for a lot of healthcare. Yes, the J&Js and the Novo Nordisk, which, by the way, was unseated today. Uh, the... Well, Govi was unseated by Majorno, which supposedly has better results in terms of weight loss. Yes, supposedly. There supposedly. was, in fact, I have a, I will be playing a clip, not on this show, but I will be playing a clip on Thursday. Uh, if you listen to this, supposedly, they say themselves it's a not, it's just a bogus, it's like a bogus research paper done by the company itself. It's just nonsense. These people are spending, this is all marketing money that's going into creating these uh, these narratives that are that are nonsense. And this is one of them. Mm-hmm. They did it this morning on the Today Show. No, they did? Yeah, that's making the rounds, this whole thing. I mean, this is this is the the golden ticket, right, for, for fatties. Yes, yeah, the the shortcut. Yeah, which is nothing wrong with it. If you they had it. a woman on on the show and this expose, oh, it's better than you know Zempic and all the rest of them, even though you're not supposed to use it for weight loss. And then they brought some woman on saying, I used it, I lost two hundred pounds. Mm. And say, wow, two hundred pounds, woo, that's a lot of weight. Yeah, I'd say it's a, a, a person. It's a person right there. Two people. It's a whole yeah. She could have split in half if she was uh, an amoeba. Mm. Well, uh, CRISPR technology is one of the things that I'm watching. Uh, gets a partial thumbs up a couple of weeks back on uh, the, the the safety nature of using CRISPR technology for the gene editing and splicing. That was kind of cool. Now we're going to see, I think it's in December, I think. Um, well, it could be coming any time because of, of, you know, the FDA. But uh, sickle cell, sickle cell use, use of the, the CRISPR technology for curing essentially sickle cell anemia. So that's coming out. Yeah, well, that's been in the works. Yeah. It's been in the works, but we're coming into the we're coming to the edge of this. Uh, Glaxo uh, Glaxo Smith Klein, you know GSK GSK said on Monday that its blood cancer drug Blenrep. As we, I'm still in the camp, I need to find these people who come up with these names. Yes, you are, <laughs> and 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 hang them out to dry. You know, it would be much easier to say, you know, like our drug, no cancer is on the market or <laughs> something like that. Instead of Why blend don't rep. they do that? Exactly. That's very funny. Blend rep. Well, you know, they used to pay the big bucks in, in the, uh, in the semiconductor business. I mean, I going back to the Pentium, which was the first example. Oh, remember this. that? Yeah. And it was, it was like the 386 to 486 and it was going to be the 586 chip. And they said, no, they used Pentium, which they had the in, in, Entium and the Pent meaning five. It's, you know, Latin for five penta. And so they had, uh, they spent uh, like some millions of dollars to come up with this name Pentium. And it became a whole business of uh, uh, people that 
just dreamed up names. And I think it's deteriorated or these guys who used to be decent at it because Pentium's not too bad. Uh, to, to come up with these drug names are terrible. Right. Like, but what does Majorno mean? I mean, it just honestly, just come up with things. They just, I think they just take randomized letters. To do associ- the idea is to come up with a name that's associative. So you think of weight loss when you hear the name, but you don't. With Majorna, what do you think of? You think of some like a, like a, like a snail, it's like some sort of an insect, uh, potato beetle. I don't, you'd think of anything, but you don't think of, it doesn't bring to mind weight loss. How about the skinny shot? <laughs> or, Fat Buster. Fat Buster. That's a good one. You know? Uh, anyway, they have this drug off called <laughs> Blenrep. Uh, has reached a key goal. Is it Blenrep? Blenrep, right? Yeah. A key goal in late stage trial as the British drug maker looks to boost its oncology business. Um, no cure, but extends the time before the disease progresses in that one. And let's not it forget also about- It doesn't really do anything, but keep you from dropping dead on the right. spot. Right. Okay. That one we called uh, doesn't work. Uh, that doesn't work. <laughs> Let's not forget about all the weight loss drugs and potential side effects and good, right? The victims, uh, of the weight loss meds like headwinds for intuitive surgical, which is a company that makes robotic surgical instruments. They have the, uh, oh, I can't remember. The how name. is, re- how is robotic surgical instruments? Yes. Uh, uh, intuitive. Yeah. Uh, what is it called? They have the Da Vinci robotic system. It's called Da Vinci. Um, I don't know how it's, but why would that be a problem? You may ask. Like, what? What? Why would these weight loss meds have problems? Well, they do robotic bariatric surgery is a big part of what they do. They're machines. This bariatric yeah. surgery where you go in invasively, you know cut off or tie off or rubber band off temporary or permanent, uh, you know, staple your stomach essentially. Right. Yeah. Which is no fun. You know, what do you eat today? I wouldn't think I had a grape. I'm stuffed. I had a grape. I'm stuffed. So stuffed. Oh, I'm so full. Couldn't eat another thing. I had a rice kernel. Um, Johnson and Johnson diabetes medicine and bariatric units. They have also a new robotic system to released in 2024. That can be an issue. Um, and there's also plenty of money coming from, coming from the government for healthcare companies. President Joe Biden said he's going to invoke cold war era measures to boost investment in U S manufacturing medicines and medical supplies that he has deemed important for national defense. That's what the white house said. He's going to authorize the Department of Health and Human Services to use powers under the Cold War era Defense Production Act. Didn't didn't Trump Trump use that for Operation Warp Speed, right? Yeah. To invest uh, to enable investments in essential medicines, like what is that? So it's it, they can include medical countermeasures, which include supplies that diagnose, prevent, or treat related uh, to chemical, biological, radiate radio, radiological, or nuclear attacks. What the hell? Something that we don't know about? Their attack. I guess they're getting ready because we weren't ready for the pandemic at all. So maybe they just want to get ready. Maybe. Mm. Mm. Uh, We had a deal that was pending that got nicked this week. Actually, it was up 30% last week when we heard that things were going along just swimmingly. And all of a sudden, the European Union said, not so fast. I, robot, 
You remember Amazon was buying iRobot? This is the- yeah, iRobot company. I hate. Why do you hate him? Ah, oh, long story. I've told it a million times, but they they uh, uh, they're just jerks. That's, I'll tell it again some other time. Bottom line is this concern that the robotic vacuum cleaners are going to map the house and or spy. Yeah, that's what they've always they've said this for years. Maybe it's possible. You know, your nin- Shark Ninja guys make a, a clone of that robot. Yeah, I do. And they make a few different ones. As a matter of fact, I know a few people recently bought stuff. And I was in the Shark Ninja store this weekend. There's a online, store? Online, online, online. Oh, okay. <laughs> online. Looking at the outdoor smoker. Gets up to 700 degrees. You make yeah, that outdoor smoker has an appeal because of that temperature. Because yeah. that, that is the temperature, seven or 800, if it could do that, but it can't. Uh, 800 is the temperature you want to cook pizza at. Yeah, this is, but it's it's close enough. Because it takes like two minutes. Boom, yeah. pizza goes in, pizza comes out. It's crusty. It's dynamite. Yep. More strikes. North American pilots and flight attendants are pushing for better pay and worker conditions during their talks over new contract workers. A couple of other divisions somewhere, I guess, that didn't get their, you know, didn't get their ups. So now they're coming back on some of these other airlines. They want to boost uh, all sorts of levels, staff salary and, 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 and benefits. I, I, I mean, how much is it's they're going to price airlines out of existence for the normal, you know, Joe and Jane. Yeah. That's good. The travel industry is going to suffer if this keeps up. Yeah, exactly. And it's more than just the airlines that are going to have an issue. It's the travel industry. Yep. Exactly. Iceberg. The world's largest iceberg is now uh, on the move. Broke off. Yeah, it's on the move. There Broke it off. goes. Here it comes. It's Look moving. Chop it up. It's moving. Ice out of it. It's moving. At, you know, they said it's moving quickly, which is probably like, I don't know. Iceberg yep. speed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or as they say, really say glacial speed, right? Yeah. So. There uh, it comes. For, yeah, oh, look at that. Uh, and everybody thinks, oh, my God, if it melts, we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna overflow. You know, yeah. Try, try, explain that whole <laughs> phenomenon to people by putting an ice cube in a glass of water. Yeah. And as the ice cube melts, does it overflow? No, it actually goes down. <laughs> It does. It goes down. I understand. I get it. I totally get it. But I think it's kind of funny. It's like, oh my God, it's going to melt. And and, and when it does, uh, New York's going to be underwater. I'm like, huh? I don't, how, how does that work? I don't understand. But I guess they don't understand displacement at all, huh? No. And the fact that frozen water is bigger than liquid water. Mm-hmm. Uh, NVIDIA has told customers in China is delaying the launch of new artificial intelligence chips that are designed to comply with U.S. export rules until the first quarter of next year. So that's, uh, you know, they've been, if Apple is masterful at news flow, NVIDIA has taken some lessons. NVIDIA is quite good at this. Yeah. Delay in the chip uh, is the H2O, the most powerful of the three China-focused chips. And, uh, you know, again, NVIDIA said, hey, you know what? These export bans are really <laughs> not going to bother us. You know, that was the first thing. And no, no material impact at all. Don't worry, don't worry about it. It's because they're bypassing the system. They're, of course. They're still sneaking the chips in. Of course they are. In Singapore, there was this big move. I, I was about to say uptick, but I tried to, I held back. The big uptick. move higher of of uh, chip sales to Singapore last quarter. Like like 2.9 billion. It was like, a, I don't know, some ridiculous increase. Yeah, in gee, I wonder to, where those chips Singapore. end up. Yeah. And, and just for those who don't know, geographically, Singapore, which is a small city, 
It's mostly closer to China than we are in proximity. So a couple of boats, take it, you know, put them on, put it on the boat, get it over there. Uh, this time of year we have, oh, the bird flu. We have bird flu. Japan detected the first case of highly pathogenic H5 type bird flu this season at a poultry farm in the south of the country. So watch your chicken prices. Just because of that, they'll probably go up. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. Here's something interesting. Well, chicken is still dirt. I mean, it's gone back to being dirt oh, cheap. So thank goodness, two ninety nine a pound. Yeah, you can find it cheaper than that if you look if you hard look. enough. I, I I think I told you during the pandemic, I went to Restaurant Depot. Yeah, it was like a, it was a ridiculous price. It was like a buck thirty a pound, but you had to buy forty pounds. But that was fine. Bought forty pounds, cleaned it up, vacuum sealed it, and threw it in the freezer. Well, chicken you could freeze. Yeah, chicken freezes just fine. Funflation admission prices. You for know what else freezes well if you if, what when you buy fresh basil. Yes, I've seen that. Fresh basil freezes great. You grab the whole bunch of it, put it in a bag like just a regular, you know, one of these vegetable bags and put it in the freezer. And then you crunch it after it's frozen for a couple of days. And then you just pull the stems right out and you got a bunch of perfect basil. Mm. That's good to know. Try it. Okay. Uh, admission prices for sporting events this year uh, in the last year jumped 25%. 25% for sport. Some, sir, yeah, it's sir. too bad the quality of the games hasn't improved 25%. Yeah. Part of the reason uh, consumers may be seeing these higher prices is because of the increase in the use of dynamic pricing models. Hello, you know what those are, right? Yeah. That's like with uh, Ticketmaster. That's like surge pricing with Uber. Yeah, it'll all be get, yeah, surge pricing for parking meters we have around here. That's just terrible. The parking meters change the price all during the day. And it all began with, I think Las Vegas is the ones who perfected this with their with their prices for rooms. They would go up and down in every which way based on how many, the, the, what the, the demand. demand was. Yeah, terrible. Uh, let's see. So at the same time, there's, there's some investigation or, or subpoenas or requests for information going on with the Congress and Ticketmaster, which, in my opinion is one of the most egregious pricing companies in the world. Yeah. They make, yeah, you hate it. You they hate make, they make, they make going to an entertainment event a non-starter for me. Yeah. Can't do it. If somebody else buys the tickets and I don't see all the guts of what happened on the way in. Oh, it's unbelievable. And if pay. you look at the, the ticket printout, it's like this – Buck here, buck there, fifty cents here, fifty cents. There. It doubles the price of the ticket by the time they're done screwing you. Yeah, I, my favorite is I'm on. You know, I'm somewhere. I'm at the box office. I'm like I like to buy tickets. Oh, I'm sorry, you have to buy it online. So I have to go online. Then charge me a five dollar convenience fee. I, it, it, it's like an inconvenience. So stupid. Uh, more trouble in China. Developer stocks and bonds plunge again on Monday. Beijing police are investigating suspected. I don't know how the police gets involved in this, but they're investigating, well, some crimes committed by um, Zhang Ji Enterprises, a leading Chinese wealth manager, according to social media post published in uh, the uh, Public Security Bureau on Saturday. So Zhang Ji entered the week, uh, earliest week, uh, told investors it is heavily insolvent with up to $64 billion in liabilities. Which, wow. Yeah. Which is, you know, all this bad debt and property. China. All, yeah, all the stuff they have on the books. Because they, they thought that it was implicitly backed by the government. 
So everybody's like freaking out now. Like, wait a second. You know, we have all this going on. It's not backed. And, you know, all these people are going to lose their money in another second. Uh, I would say uh, a, a, a uh, what would it be? It would be, I guess, a fork, you know, a set, what do you call it? Uh, uh, one step away. You know, a secondary, uh, tangential, tangential. Uh, Tangent- yeah, tangential. A tangential investment a tangential investment of the real estate environment, right? You follow what I'm saying? So it's like one step removed, but that's yeah, having problems. But it's the same thing. Yeah. 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 All right. So we're going to announce, uh, well, let's announce the winner first for the close to the pin for Crocs, shall we? The winner was- Yes, as you wear your Croc shoes. Yes, as I wear my Croc shoes right now. Uh, the winner is Mike K. He's actually won, I think, I went back to, I want to say 2018. I saw he won once before. So now he's the winner with a price guess of uh, 9381 with the final stock price of 9459. So he was only 78 cents away. Pretty good runner up with Steve B with a dollar 9 differential. So uh, pretty good guys, nice going. And uh, what that means is that Mike will be in the close to the pin cup. For 2023. Yeah. Our first entrant, listen up, folks. If your name's on this, you're going to be able to participate. You'll get an email from us, and we'll tell you what to do. So don't don't worry about it. Don't, don't go crazy. Like, oh, my God, what do I have to do? You'll get all the information if you're on this <laughs> list. Uh, Matthew, spelled M-A-T-T-H-E-A-U. Matthew Phillips, he was a 2022 winner. A few years ago, remember we did that? We put the previous yep. winner on the list for the next year. Yeah, that's a it's a carryover. Yep. So Matthew Phillips is uh, on the list. Anson Brady, Tyler Rivera, who won twice this year, Jeff Salcedo, Salcedo, uh, Jen Deval, and Mike. Uh, I'm going to butcher this. Can you, why don't you say it? Can you say that? Oh, I don't have the list in front. Of me. Mike Kazmierzak. <laughs> Kazmier- yeah, whatever it was, you butch- butchered it for sure. Yeah, or as I call him, Mike. <laughs> so uh congratulations Big to all Mike. Yeah, congratulations. Uh we're gonna start that a couple of weeks uh from now, probably let's see, we want a three-week range because we want to end it directly on the last final day of the year. What what is the last day of this year? I think it's Mike Kazmierchik. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. Let's see, let's see when the last day of this year is. So it's the 31st, but that's not correct because that's a Sunday. So it'll be December 29th, the last trading day of the year. So that's when this will end. But we'll let you know. So we get back it up a couple but when weeks. Did, when do they have to have the, they got to get the thing in when? Like the I have, to, I have to write this up. So it would be something like we announce it. They have to have their 15th. Give them two weeks. They have to have their, so by next week. Okay, two well, weeks. Yeah, it's approximately the 15th. I can probably, about the 15th, they have to get their. Response in. So they'll have, they'll have two weeks to think about it, and then it locks it in from the 15th to the 29th. Let me write this down. i got to write that down, too. So I got a game. So how can we only have seven people on this That's list? That's all we had this year. We have Because we had one, two, three, four, five, six. We did, we, just, I don't know, we did six or seven of them this year. That's all. We didn't do one a month. Oh, okay. Sorry. Can't do it all. It's okay. CTP Cup. 
2023. It's interesting. Taylor won twice. Mm-hmm. And by the way, thank you for everybody who did give. Uh, and of those of you in advance who are about to give to the holiday campaign, there's an email that was sent out to everybody on our list. If you're not on the list, you can figure it out. Go to Deesh Unplugged. Get your name on the list. Sign up as a and user. In fact, it, and it's valuable information you're getting here. Today, you learn that you should never buy a, a VIX ETF, uh, yeah. ETF ever. Exactly. So just go over to DH Unplugged and click the donate button. Uh, we're relying on you. Before we get to the game, I want to do two quick limericks. Can I do that? I'm so out of practice. I have, I'm not going to stop you. We got one Fed... <clears throat> Fed. Are these these are written by you or what? are they written by AI? Well, Al Irving is the first one. Okay. You like his initials? AI Irving. I get it. <laughs> All right. Let's see. How, I just, I just, I, I listen. I typed into ChatGPT. This is the point of um, get doing this. I typed into ChatGPT. Give me a short limerick about the Fed and its chairperson, Jay Powell. That's what I wrote. Yeah. Okay. There once was a Fed quite spry, led by Powell, sharp-eyed and sly. Interest, rate da interest rates danced, inflation's wild prance, a financial wall beneath the economic sky. Wow. You know, it starts off so, so well. So well. So good, And then it, it craps out with this bull crap. It, this is the typical AI stuff. They, it, at near the end, it just it it just can't handle it. It's like inflation's wild prance. Okay, whatever. That's I think a up to that point. Financial waltz neath the economic sky. I don't think so. I thought that was honestly when I thought read it. I'm reading. I'm like, wow, that's good. That's good. That's good. Oh God, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it gets a D. Yeah. Okay. Then we have Anthony Irante. Oh, another AI. Okay, Anthony. Uh -huh, yeah. This one's about crypto. I said, hey, give me a something about crypto. But I said, keep it short is what I said. Yeah, I like that idea. In the realm of crypto so grand, Bitcoin and Ethereum looked, took a stand. Now, let me start again. In the realm of crypto so grand, Bitcoin and Ethereum took a stand. With blockchain, they play in a decentralized way to reshape finance's command. I have well, a that one's a lot better. I'll tell you why. I wrote the last line. It was another one of those crap-ass lines like the last one. Oh, that's interesting. I shortened it right up. There was another, there was another dance involved in here, too, which I didn't understand. Yeah, they, they got some hang-up. Yeah. That well, good, this, one's, this one's acceptable. I'd give it a B. Yeah, pretty good. Let's get to the game. Here we go. This is a game that we play. It's not a solicitation to buy or sell any security. It's not a recommendation of any kind. Nothing on the show should be considered investment advice or a recommendation. If you choose to invest in any of the stocks mentioned, you should know that it may carry risk, along with the risk of a loss of principal. You should also seek out professional financial advice for your particular situation. We assume no risk as these are not to be considered recommendations. Horowitz Company, myself, or John C. Dvorak may invest in any of the securities mentioned, and we'll disclose that on the website under the weekly stock picks section. You can go to dhunplugged.com and see all the names we discussed in the segment, along with the performance information from the date discussed, as well as any additional important disclosures. Well, uh, Target is officially off, sir. Yeah, it's a, well, it really kind of disappoints me. I mean, it, went, it was up 11% total, but I still think it's a piece of crap uh, stock that has to go down for Yeah, I mean, they had good numbers on a... Uh, well, after this fourth quarter, it'll, it'll be a good short again next year. Yeah, possibly. 
Maybe. Everything looks pretty good. I mean, Amazon's up 16%. You know, I saw a recent study that the top like seven or eight stocks in the in the in the S&P 500 are up an average of something like 75% this year. And if you take those out, the S&P is like up 2% <laughs> for the year. Yeah, I can see that. Uh Global Uranium's up 10%. That was recently toast is up uh 3%. Well, Disney flat to down. That just went down because of today. Shark Ninja uh, we picked that up uh, last week, up five percent so far, and break, yeah, in, in breakout zone right now. It's up five percent because today it was up five percent. Um, and then um, you have one that you got from last week, uh, Madrigal Baker Brothers pick is yep. down a down point. Slightly. Yep, slightly, just a little bit. I have one short this week, AMD. I just think AMD at one twenty two when it was at ninety five two weeks ago. Yeah, uh, it may be overshot. Uh, I have one. Yep. Uh, and this is, again, insiders. It's a really screwy, uh, this is a penny stock, more or less. It's RGF, Real Good Food Company, Packaged Foods. Real Good Food. What do they do? Is that, mm. is, that's not that mayonnaise company, is it? Consumer consumer defensive, it's called. Yeah. That's I think thing. it is the mayonnaise company. Let's see. RGF, uh, what do they do? What do they do? What do they do? What do they do? Oh, that's not it. I want to look right. Okay, here. Let's get their profile up and see exactly if this is the company. I think there's nothing showing up. Seriously? Yeah, but there's some guy that's buying it. So uh, it's got a float of 11 million shares. It's down to a buck 85. It's been as high as $7. I think it's a doubler. All right, we'll put that on there. And that's a that's uh, insiders, and um, insiders, and is it fifteen um, percent, or do we have to do more on this one? I don't see it going back down. I'm going to stick with fifteen. I'll regret it, but it's fine. Let me see if I have this here that will come up. Um, Real good is a company that makes the markets and manufacturers designed to be high in protein, low in sugar. Uh, what else they got here? Snacking occasions, 15,000 stores. Yeah, I don't know. Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Market cap, 70 million. Frozen foods, H&W. All right. Gluten-free, grain-free. Gluten-free. That's the big thing nowadays. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's uh, wrap that. And 679. All right. Well, I'll, uh, we're going to wrap this up. It's 1129. 2023. All right. I will see you next week, I guess. Yep. Next Tuesday. Talk to you then. Bye. You've been listening in on a conversation with John C. Dvorak and Andrew Horowitz. Hope to be with you again soon. Bye-bye. Now, I'm not broke, but badly bent. I'm not down to my last cent, because I got a dollar, but it's my last dollar bill. <laughs> yes, sir. In my pockets, there's a dent. All my dough is nearly spent, but I got a dollar, and it's my last dollar bill. Oh, I'd love just one more buck fortune left me by chance. Now, here's a hint. I feel like a man. You can hardly tell by a glance. I don't care. No millionaire can give me the icy stare, because I got a dollar, my last dollar bill. <laughs> Horowitz & Company, Inc. is registered as an investment advisor with the state of Florida and conducts business in other states where it is properly registered 
or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration does not imply any level of skill or training.